0: Hey everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ron S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 370. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
3: I'm Ichigo Gami, And I'm Wild Space. And I
1: don't know what happened, but that issue with the background noise just disappeared again. I, I, I'm blaming it. I, I, I think we might need uh, Major Motoko Kusanagi in on this, because it sounds like a ghost in the machine.
0: I think what happened is my mic unmuted again by itself. <laughs> like, no, stay muted.
1: Christ, because I know earlier... I had to manually keep turning my volume up, but what was happening was, over the weekend, I I, or yesterday, there was another patch update, and I had to reconfigure the audio settings, and the the mixer was at a dull zero for some reason, so I just had to turn it up to fifty percent and we're good. And what's interesting is that, I keep telling Skype the setting is at eight. It keeps going back down to zero, but it keeps recording. So, as long as I see it going up in the, in um, Audition, we have nothing to worry about. Also, my air conditioner is off, so let's just hope I can make it through this, because I realize now with this new microphone that um, it does pick up the... it does, You do hear it, and I'm just like... Ugh. Don't you just hate that shit? Mhm. Uh-huh. Good. I'm not the only one. Uh, we are live tonight, week of August 14th, 2018, here on the VOG Network. We're live Tuesdays at 9:30 p.m. Eastern. we replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can you use IRC. Game The chat room is Vogue, VOG. V-O-G. You, you can also head on over to animejamsession. com/fognetwork where there's information on how to get into the chat room. There, there is a link. If you click on that and you have Chatzilla, it'll bring you in. You may get a pop-up saying needing permission. It's good. You can allow it to do so. And you can also go to webchat.gamesurge.net. Um, let me see if the chat applet is running. Can I get a drum roll, please?
3: <laughs> and
1: it's active so we're good with that yay
3: i was gonna say it's running for me
1: okay good 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 good, good. Ugh, all right Uh, Let's see what the hell else is going on today. Alright, we got good stuff. We got a lot to talk about with Otakon, and we have some interesting news to discuss that ties in with Otakon. So, normally, our shows will go like maybe hour 30, hour 40. We're going to try to cap it at the hour 30 mark, so we're going to get directly to the meat and potatoes of it. So, yeah.
3: Mmm, meat and potatoes. Things I did not eat while staffing at the convention.
1: You of all people should know better, Con Mother. (laughs)
3: <laughs> I know it was really really bad even my gophers were yelling at me you can kind of tell guys I was staffed this con but we'll get to talking to that a little bit later
1: <laughs> okay all right all right all right um don't forget we're also on discord discord uh, at vognetwork.com discord if you click on that it'll bring you into the chat via the browser or the application come on in water is just fine and don't forget, we're here every Tuesday, and we are live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on podcast feed, there will be a passphrase somewhere in this episode. When you hear it, head over to vognetwork.com, put in the passphrase, and earn some VOG points. So now we're going to go around the room. How was your week? How was your day? Ari. Uh,
2: well, Otacon was this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Um, other than that, you know my vacation just came and went. I hung up some lights in my uh, apartment, yeah, and just a couple strands of you know lights around the uh, main living room window. I didn't have a ladder on me, so I ended up using like stand on one of my chairs. Mm-hmm. and I had gotten the the last you know little like wire staple as it was, you know, you know, hammered in properly. right, right. Weight shifted, the leg of the chair snapped. I, I fell straight to the ground. Broke like six other things on, on impact, and I had to get rid of the chair because, well, it was broken, and you know, like even the bottom of it was, you know, torn up. And kind of sucks because I really like that chair.
3: Shit, dude, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay, Ari?
2: Um, yeah, I mean the. I went over to my aunt's to get an actual step ladder after that, and by the time I got back, the chair had been a, which I had set by the dumpster, was already gone. Mm. Which means somebody probably just, you know, salvaged it for scrap leather. Gotcha. But other than that, yeah, I'm just fine.
1: Okay, well, good you're okay.
2: So yeah, that We'll get to Oticon.
1: <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day?
3: Well, I will do my best. As you can kind of hear, I'm kind of losing my voice, but I'll be—I'll be very uh, quick. Um, yeah. So Oticon was this week and uh ish because I started on Wednesday. Ooh. We'll get to that in a little bit. Overall, it's getting ready for Dragon Con in the next two and a half weeks, which means I'm in con crunch mode yet again, and hopefully not being dead by the end of it. Yay!
1: You're it's like you never left con crunch mode. You just switched from normal
3: to over to maximum overdrive. I powered up. My power level's over nine thousand. Yay!
1: Technically that's eight thousand, but who's counting?
3: Technically, technically. <laughs>
1: Wild Spice, how was your week? How was your day?
0: Oh boy. So, Uh-oh. I was also at Otacon. <laughs> so, um, yeah, pretty much my weekend day was getting ready for Otacon, staffing Otacon, and then recovering from Otacon. Oh. And I don't have another con now until next week, or next month for J1Con, so I have a little bit of time to chill out.
1: <laughs> I hear you on that.
0: Yeah, otherwise it's just um, crunch mode and planning for Shikari-Con, which is in October! Yay! So, are you good? I'm good.
1: Alright. My weekend day has been interesting. Uh, Otakon, as per. Uh, it's just I, If you notice, we all have one thing in common. Oticon, It's nothing that much different except for travel and shit. But other than that, you know... It's it, and that's that. Oh, I finally got rid of my old coffee table. I did that yesterday. And, I, and in that empty area, I pulled out all of my storage bins and stacked them over there. So now I have all this free space in my closet. So now I am going to move everything that's basically on my floor into that closet. Kind of stack and organize it, and then get some more storage bins. And start putting stuff away towards the back that I don't need right away. So, like, I think I'm going to get a bin for all my empty boxes for my figurines. And, yeah. And speaking of figurines, I just did an Amazon order, and I forgot to order uh, acrylic risers. <sighs> I guess I'll order those tomorrow when I get a chance. And that's basically been our weekend day. You know normally if it's not a con, we'd still be going for at least another two or three minutes. But, mm. We have basically four days of convention coverage to cover, so we're gonna go ahead and take our first break. And when we get back, we're gonna take you through everything. So, Ichigo, I gotta ask you, Ichigo.
3: Yeah, yeah, I was waiting for you to ask me, Ranma. Okay. <laughs> Do you think they're ready? I don't know. You guys. Or in not blabbermouth terms, you better gird your loins for some Otacon news.
1: Oh, good lord. Get the tea and get the cookies and the biscuits, because you know what? It's tea time. You got damn right. And uh, we'll be back. Alright, now we're back. Um, I want to say something real quick. It's the elephant in the room. Something we don't really talk about. Yes, we do talk about cosplay conventions and cosplayers. Pertinent drama if it affects all of us. But a certain cosplayer is now webcamming and half the people on the interwebs are losing their shit over it. Then there's me sipping my Coke, and I'm like, I called this shit a year ago. I ain't surprised. It is what it is. Do what you got to do. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But let's talk about something bigger. Mm, better. More awesome. Power friendship. And other cool shit. All right, Nemesis. Let me know if you can hear me. I went to re—I went and readjusted the microphone. Let me know. All right. So what we're going to do now? We are going to talk about um, Oticon. So as you know, Oticon is one of the big conventions of the year. I mean, if you had to pick four, like the big four of the year, Oticon, AX, Acon, Asen—give or take—it all depends on who you talk to. But it is what it is. So, this past weekend, the four of us went to Otakon for different reasons. Me and Ari went down for coverage, and we're going to tell you about that. Uh, Wild Spice and Ichigo went down as staff, and they'll tell you about some of the great experiences from the show. So, let's go around the room. Day zero. Who wants to go first?
3: I guess I'll go first because I was actually there Wednesday night. Yay.
1: So you were there at, you were there at day negative, negative one.
3: Yes, I was there at day negative one. But it was pretty much get there, unload, get into the room, get all set up, and then go to sleep. <laughs> so that was Wednesday um, because it was setup day. So it's basically the day that I just needed to get there to make sure I could be up super early the next morning. Um, I can, since that was really short, is it okay if I just kind of move into Thursday?
1: Absolutely.
3: Cool. So since Wednesday was so short, we're going to move into day zero on Thursday. I do what is called made cafe bootcamp, which doesn't, it's not as fun as it might sound, but it is fun. Unfortunately, my nervous mind wouldn't let me sleep past 4:30 in the morning. So I basically started my day at about 5 a.m., getting up and getting dressed and everything like that. So I went down and had to make sure the Maid Cafe room was set up and do all the technological, lovely, magical, moe-moe girlness that makes it happen. And then had boot camp from noon to 5. And then from 5 till 11 that night, we were getting set up to have any of you who were our lovely attendees that got a lucky golden ticket to come into the Maid Cafe. So that was my Thursday. We oui. is it?
1: I mean, when you talk about maid boot camp, I'm picturing you walking in, with this big ass low leader dress, full ruffles, full bloomers, everything, and it's and it's in the military fatigues, and you got the jungle boots on, and you're not wearing a crown, you're wearing a drill instructor hat, and you're just giving the kid the maid cadet hell. It's like you're the female Arlie Emery.
3: Well, for those of you who enjoy a little bit of fashion humor, historical fashion humor, as we all know, much like the Heian period of Japanese culture, size is what determines importance. Um, However, no, I did not dress in Military Lolita, which is actually a thing. I was actually just in traditional wear. Um, There might be a picture floating around of me later in bloomers and a shirt that says Thug Life because I borrowed it from someone for a reason. But, no, it's a pretty casual day. Um, Yeah, no, it was just really day zero. It was just kind of get everybody there, um, have lunch, get them dancing until their feet bleed. You know, casual, Mm -hmm. slight, um, loving reinforcement of uh, discipline. No, I'm kidding. It was basically just a get-today, get-together day, icebreakers, just kind of getting them all used to each other because since Made Cafe, at least the way that we run it, is very, very digitally based, a lot of them don't really get to see each other's faces until we get there unless they're like local to each other or they're friends. So it's a lot of getting to know a lot of new people in a very short amount of time. But that was pretty much my Thursday. I wanna know what else everybody else did on Thursday.
2: Uh, just traveling to the convention, pretty much. Bus was all right. Didn't make any stops, any rest stops or whatever, but... <clears throat> navigating the city wasn't too bad, and found a cab easily enough. Got to the hotel, and had to wait for our uh, co- point of contact to get our uh, room keys, as it were. Okay. Oh, and the... Uh, the room I was in, total ripoff. Not even remotely worth all the money I paid.
3: I heard. That sucks. What yep. what happened?
2: Well, we we were under the impression that it was going to be some kind of it was going to be some kind of lounge you know related to it, which I had thought like, oh he had sprung for a suite that uh, that was nice of him, but nope. We get in and it's just a normal uh, two bedroom. The lounge was on the twelfth floor, and he had, and there were you know stricter rules for it since Oticon was there like from 7 to 10 only the person who's only the person whose name was on the room and one other person could go in you know supervised by staff mhm but other than that it was a uh, it was open we thought it was only going to be open those 3 hours of the day for you know specifically for Otacon people oh, okay I was in there once for breakfast. It was mediocre. I didn't go back to the lounge after that. And, well, I just felt really ripped off.
1: Damn, I feel for you, dude. I, I truly do.
2: Hmm. But, yeah, until we got our keys to our room, it was just hanging around the other room for a while. Babysitting her luggage.
1: Sounds about right. Somebody has to, so I suppose.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Wild Spice, how was your day
0: zero? My day zero was all right. <clears throat> um, I rode down with my friend who was also staffing, but sadly, I found out she actually had to go home Friday because she got sick. I guess with food poisoning, I felt so bad. Yikes. I was like, no. Um, so I went down with her. We got down there. I checked into the room. I was only ending up rooming with my friend because my boyfriend couldn't come. And so I was, I pretty much was hanging around till my friend got down there. Mm-hmm. He didn't get down there till like later. But um, I got my staff badge. I said hi to some people. I hung out with, uh, Ranma and my friend that I've known since high school, that was fun times, we kind of just BS'd in Ranma's room, and then um, I went over and helped get some masquerade stuff ready, because I was staffing the masquerade, and then later when my friend got down there, um, Ranma, my friend, and I went out for food, so fun times.
1: That was the most expensive sushi roll I ever ate in my life.
0: Yeah, and it sucked like we didn't have air conditioning very much in the restaurant, so they had the fans. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. All right, so my day zero consisted of me more or less backing up Ari when it comes to the rooms. We were rooming with a friend because I was only able to get a king size, and I just got rid of that since he had doubles. So because here's the thing about booking rooms. A lot of times, if you book a room right away, you're guaranteed the room, like, either a king or two doubles. Sometime down the line you can get one but it says it's not guaranteed. If it says that you have to go down early. I'm talking eight you have to be there by eight thirty, nine o'clock early. That way if there's any extras for the record, hotels nine times out of ten, when they say they sell out, they don't. They have at least ten percent of the rooms in that hotel are held for in case of emergencies and stuff like that. But there are those instances where even those rooms are gone, you know? But, um... I get there, we, we take care of it, and I got the, the double room. Now, I was under the impression that the suite room was all set. I didn't know about that till much later, and I was like, wow. But, um, my journey started about... 2 30 in the morning, give or take, when I actually jumped in the shower, grabbed my stuff and left. And I timed a lot of things. I keep forgetting from my house to the train, if I stop for Dunkin' Donuts with my for my order, it's about fifteen minutes, give or take. With luggage, twenty five minutes. And I just missed my train. And I'm looking at the app and it's saying next to out for another twenty minutes, I'm like, I'm going to miss my bus. But one came in 10, I was able to get on, hop on, and pass out. And and I made it down there by 9.30, I was in the room by 10.30, and I met up with Wild Spice and a friend, we talked, hung out, and that day, and I have to say, Otacon did sneak up on me, because I was like, oh shit, I want to do photo shoots and all this other shit. But, um, I was spending that day trying to catch up with people for photo shoots and this and that, and other things, but you know how that goes. We got everything in the room, so... Thursday Day Zero was very chill. My original plan was to come down Wednesday night and then just go sightseeing on Thursday, but... I totally forgot about that, and then when I realized it, I'm like... I didn't have the money for a cheap room, so I was like, fuck it, not gonna bother. Could've stayed with a friend in Virginia, but... Eh... Didn't want to impose. I actually did that for one cat to to beat out the, the Winter Storm one year, but... That was fun. But um, overall, my Day Zero was very quiet, very chill. It was just me setting up my electronics. I grabbed some photos, but that's just about it. So I would say Day Zero was pretty chill. And again, when it comes to Day Zero, because of how long it takes us to get to the con, we use that day to kind of relax, unwind, unpack kind of collect our thoughts because generally if it's a big convention day zero is like the one day you will see the bulk of your friends if they come down on that day and that's it you'll see them in passing at conventions okay let's go to day one
0: wild spice I have been chosen (laughs) yep all right so day one Oh my goodness. So I got up on day one. I went to breakfast with my friend, had really awesome waffles and a donut the next day because I saved the donut. Um, what did I do? Oh my goodness. So because my weekend was mostly staffing, it's like a whirlwind of me trying to remember what even happened. Actually, Friday was the day I did some photo shoots. Um, I only did photo shoots with like return clients and one person who last minute was looking for a shoot. It was actually their five year wedding anniversary and they wanted to get some couple shots of Zelda and Link and they said they had picked me because I know, right? They said they went with me because I'd shot weddings and I love shooting couples. So it was so much fun. I was like, Oh, thanks. So, um, yeah. Oh, in the chat, I know it's so sweet. Um, so I did some, I did photo shoots with those couple cosplayers that I had shoots with most of Friday was getting, um, masquerade stuff done. So getting check-ins for masquerade. And then, um, I hit the artist alley for a little bit. I had my friend do a dealer's room run for me and get t-shirts from my favorite vendor because I was worried they were going to be gone. Mm -hmm. And with the schedule for Masquerade, I didn't know if I was going to get there that day. So my friend Matt, the VIP. (laughs) So... Most of Friday was spent in the Masquerade office or doing Masquerade-related things. Also, just standing outside of the Masquerade area, checking in people who are in the Masquerade, as well as being the not-directors for the concert line, because the Distance World concert line was right near us. So we kept having people come up and ask us questions about the concert line and we just say we don't know you have to go over there because literally we didn't have any idea about what was going on with that line so a lot of just watching the line and getting stuff ready for the masquerade on friday so fun times my legs hurt so bad after that because um i used to staff oda cafe so we'd sit a lot so me being on my feet so much and running around i wasn't used to it at all (laughs)
3: Gotcha. I was I was joking my friends about that because I basically spent 60 hours on my feet, especially in heels, and I was like, yeah, I got the best three inches area. What is it? The sacred area or the sacred area that they do in, like, anime where it's, like, the thigh, the three inches of thigh. I'm and I was like, and then my words. calves have faces carved into them. No, like, I'm, I'm joking, but there is a lot of walking if you're staff. hmm
1: Okay. Um, let's
3: see, um, Ichigo, you're next. Okay, I figured I'd just continue talking since I'd started. All right. Wee. I would started We i could not um, That's just, basically been my weekend. You,
1: you kind of stopped, so I was like, oh, you know.
3: I was just making sure that I wasn't going to talk over anybody else, because no, I'm no. kind of a ham. Um,
1: <laughs> Kinda?
3: So, kind of? So, kind of a, like, you know, Thanksgiving salted Virginia ham. That's uh, uh, the that's uh, Ichigo in a nutshell. Extra salty. Um, extra salty is right okay so my weekend involved maid cafe for those of you that don't know <laughs> and um we had a new system this year where people had to buy tickets before they came to the door right mm-hmm. and we did try we did try to promote it we did really hard try to promote it but unfortunately a lot of people didn't know also, on the other side, Showclicks, which is the company that we work with now for ticket sales, did not automatically release the tickets I had held back so that we didn't sell out before the show. So, um, Made Cafe may have sold out twice during the weekend, Ooh. which, I mean, like, it is not bad. Not many departments could say they sold out twice, right? But at the same time, um, we had upset attendees that couldn't, like, they couldn't get tickets, but it was because Showclicks... Forgot to auto-release the, or did not, does not, in their system, auto-release tickets if they're held back um, for a scheduled time. So, that was fun to deal with. Um, Yeah, I would say uh, Serenity and them are talking about wearing heels in cosplay. Yes, always wear an insert, please. It is very, very uncomfortable to have blisters and everything on your feet. And make sure to bring Band-Aids and stuff. Um, But back to topic.
4: On, yes
1: on a, on a side note, I'm kinda of, I'm quickly reminded of that one Sailor Moon comic where the Senshi are are fighting a, a demon and Mars says I'll catch up to y'all you see she's putting band-aids on, on her feet for because of her heels.
3: Yeah, no, it literally is when I got home on Sunday, I was like I took off my shoes and I was like, oh, my feet feel feel colors. I don't like I don't know. Like at the end of con, I'm just done. Um but yeah, it's so like she wasn't the only
2: one punched Getting punched in high heels, huh?
3: Oh my god! Yeah, no, I, I was dead. Um, so yeah, on Friday this we're, on Friday, right? Friday? Yes, well, Thursday? Friday. Friday. Okay, Friday. good. I'm sorry. So yeah, we basically worked the whole day. I was in and out of the cafe because I had to be both in and out because my performance team lead staff had to take the year off. So I had to do both that and run the back end, which was basically dealing with any other um, departments that we had to deal with and doing all the technical stuff and making sure our catering was taken care of and all that fun stuff. All the staffy things that you usually don't think of that happen. Um, so yeah, I had to make sure that my ticketing stuff was taken care of. And then I also had to deal with any issues that came up. In general, my Friday was, I woke up by 4.30. I was in the cafe by like 5, 5.30. And then I worked from there um, until we closed and everything and wrapped up by 9.30. Um, And it was just really funny because my mind was mentally gone after I left that cafe. And I kept getting yelled at by my gophers to eat because I forget to. (laughs) I'm sorry, that was really loud. But like, I do forget, I I forget very frequently um, because my adrenaline is just so high on the weekends, especially if I'm staffing and I'm doing a lot of stuff at once. I just don't sit down. And I also get really picky which is a pain because I have to eat a certain diet, and so like if the foods don't fit that diet or if they just don't look good, then I don't eat them.
1: And so it just I can just, so, just picture you, you running around, and one of your one of your underlings goes, "Mama Ichigo, you gotta eat," and you're holding you up. It's like a little chibi maid holding up like this big plate of food, and you're just staring over at it.
3: Yeah, no, like that was my brain at some points. Like, if I didn't get coffee during parts of the day, I'd just like look at people and be like, "What am I supposed to be doing?" And they'd be like, "Oh, Mama Maido. because that's what they call me. Is if you if you hear anybody call me Mama Mato, Mama Maido, Mama Made Ichigo, that's me. Um, yeah, it was it was a weekend. Uh, I'm just gonna say that, but that was pretty much my Friday. Um, I unfortunately don't really have an exciting weekend for you guys. And I feel really, really bad about that. Cause I know you guys always like hearing the salt and the tea and everything, but I literally, unfortunately, because I was so understaffed, didn't get a chance as a department head. If something has to get done, I have to do it. So if something needs to get done at the expense of something else, I don't ever put that on my other staffers because I care too much for their sanity. So... I always do it at the expense of myself, which is not always the best thing to do. Thank God I didn't end up with conflu, but it is what has to get done. Um, the other surprising news I was going to remember to mention earlier, but I'm mentioning now, is I'm stepping down from being the maid cafe department head for the next year or two. So if you do end up going to Oticon's maid cafe next year or the year after, definitely say hi to them. They love you and they want all the support you can give, but I may not be there. But I will be, yes, hashtag department head life, as Wild Spice is saying in the chat. Um, but I will be at Photo Suite and I'm going to be the staffer that poses all the models so that all the cosplayers and everyone can get lovely portfolio shots so you can come and visit me in Photo Suite. Hey. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was my Friday.
1: See, when you say Mama Mado, I start thinking of, uh, of Bohemian Rhapsody. Which part? There's only one part.
2: Oh mama mia, mama mia.
4: Yep.
3: Oh okay. I, I at first I thought you were going to say cells at work. I thought you were going to say one of the uh the white blood cells. No, no,
1: no, no. No. But you have to do macrophage. I, I, need...
3: Yeah, I will eventually um um uh, cosplay a uh, macrophage cuz I've already got the a-ra-ra-ra, a-ra-ra-ra down.
1: And you'd need to have, like, two puppet platelets on your shoulders.
3: That would be so cute. Who wants to be my little red blood
0: cells and things? Aww.
3: Your red blood cell um, is over there. I
0: cosplayed red blood cells.
3: I know you did, Amanda. We need to do group cosplay. I will be a macrophage running Yay! around my Holy little maid shit. outfit with my little butcher knife. Oh my god, it's my aesthetic. Hashtag cat's aesthetic is macrophage. I just yeah. realized
1: I need to order my black ball cap for the con this weekend so I could do kill, uh, killer T cell.
3: Yes, we need to. This needs to be a group cosplay. We need to make this happen. I feel like Ari would be a great white blood cell. Yes. Give them. Or it. just
2: a giant cholesterol blockage in an artery.
3: Oh, Ari, no. I think you'd be a white blood cell because you've got the kind of personality where it's very, like, business.
1: you know how to use... Plus, you know how to use a K-bar.
2: Okay.
3: But who would Mako-chan be? I I haven't
2: seen it yet, so I don't have to take your word for it.
3: Crunchyroll has it. Yep. Mm -hmm. But who would Mako-chan be, though? Hmm. She could probably be another red blood cell, or she could be another macrophage, or... Oh, she could be a playlet. It would, would be totally not her, but it would totally be her. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Patty as a playlet makes me so happy right now.
1: <laughs> okay, so let me talk about my day one. Well, because it's not <clears throat> much. Because, as you know, I just go to cons, and I just do mostly cosplay photography, and I meet up with people. And I did a lot of haul cosplay. And I've seen some some good cosplays. Nothing, I don't see anything bad, but there was this one stocking cosplay that I saw that really stuck out. Because she did the white sailor outfit, and I've only seen that once. And that was, I believe, six years ago at AWA. And... She killed it. I thought it was an amazing cosplay. But other than that, I was just walking around, taking pictures. I briefly walked through the dealer's room, and I saw they had like a mini mini car area display, which was pretty cool, you know? Uh, Let's see. What else did I do? Because I really didn't do much in the aspect of panels. Because the con is so big, I don't really have time to focus on that i will say i did get a lot of walking and mileage in and i'm really thankful for the escalators i did spend like an hour trying to meet up with a friend near um the hall cosplay check-in come to find out she was on the other side uh what the other set of escalators were but we did meet up talk and i went about my way um again because of how hectic one thing about otakon people will book and overbook for shoots and meetups Especially if they're like, like I do my shoots for free and it's within like certain people that I know, until I'm like, okay, let's get it going and I'll put the big sign out. But my friend, she forgot, but we rescheduled for later that evening, so that was cool. Um, One thing interesting was one thing I like about the location for Otakon, it's not that hard to find food, especially you know with apps and so forth, but an aspect of going to the uh, con itself, and when you're walking around outside, and you see a lot of the um, food places. Like, there's a CVS right there. Um, across the street from the com- from the con center is a burger joint. There is like a sandwich, salads, breakfasty type place like Albon Pain nearby. And I went there for lunch because I actually spent 90 minutes. On the Oticon autograph line, and I think you all can guess what reason I would be on the on the uh, autograph line for. Don't all answer at once.
2: I'm sorry. Who was the guest again this weekend? Because there's a whole bunch of them.
1: Okay, I'll tell you. All right, all right. Sherry Milay, who does the voice of Minako Aino, better known as Sailor Venus. My number one waifu for reasons being. Because I saw her at BoroughCon and she signed one of my pop figures. But I had a couple of figure arts I needed to be signed as well. So I got on the line for that. And what was cool was she remembered me because when she was in town for that last convention, I got her and a bunch of other guests and a couple of friends like uh, bagels from a place right by my house. And them bagels are no joke. They're that good. So... Thank, I have to post a picture and, th- and thank her for that. Um, Jeremy uh, signed my v, my uh, SH figure arts for Sailor Venus and Sailor V. Then I went and got my food. Now, but now, after I went to go get my food, right after that was the Love Live shoot, and I'm like, I don't think I'll have time to go back to my room and eat, so I'll eat at the restaurant. Come to find out, they messed up my order. But on the plus side, I was able to keep that sandwich and they made me another one. So I basically had food for the whole weekend. Because the thing is, we all took the bus down so we didn't have time to grab food along the way. Even though there is a Walmart six blocks away, I stopped up for some last minute toiletries. And I totally forgot to pick up some instant ramen while I was there. But given, even though it was like 80 something degrees out with the humidity, it felt like it was 102 So I go back, I make my way to the Love Life photo shoot, and it it didn't last as long because it wasn't a lot of people there. I expected a bigger turnout, but I think when it comes to some of these photo shoots, I think the more popular ones should be on the Saturday, because that's when everyone's going to show up with their A game. So after I did that, I went, walked around some more, and I ran into my sister, uh, Sunseen Lee. Her group was doing um, Ace Attorney. So I got a few shots of them, and they were waiting around to get to do the break in. You know, you know those those room challenges that they have. Mhm. What do you call those? I forget the name of that. Escape rooms. Escape rooms. It was the reverse, so that was pretty cool. So I got pictures of that. I went back to my room, dumped the footage, went to the rave, which was kind of meh at best. Ran into some peeps, and I went to bed. And I think because of how i was how i ate on thursday i had a headache for like two straight days and was one of those headaches where it's just kind of nagging it's like you know it's there and it'll go away on its own so that was my day one ari how was yours oh boy oh boy keep it short sweet and straight to the point my friend well you know friday morning i
2: got up you know had breakfast at the uh the lounge, which was underwhelming. And because I got in there after seven yesterday or the day before I had to, uh, <clears throat> I had to go, you know, pick up my press pass. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody had told me that the, I had to actually go to the press lounge in the hotel. And I didn't know that until I'd already gotten there. Now, before that I had you know put on my Ash cosplay, but I really wasn't feeling it when I was, you know, looking myself over. It was, like, kind of tightened on, un- you know, unflattering in a bunch of ways. So I had walked over to the convention area, you know, the registration to find a press table to find, you know, only one person sitting there and said, oh, yeah, it's back at the hotel. Because I, had, like, this is the first that I was hearing of it. And then I walked back to the hotel to get my press l- pass. But I was fucking winded from walking from the hotel and to the convention center and back. I mean, I was just, you know, such a mess at that. I mean, I remember standing there, like, waiting to get my my pass. I'm, I barely, you know, re- recalled what the press people had said to me or I had said to them. I just numbly remembered getting my pass in a, you know, filling it out and then going back to the room, and I was just right. did you so hit, up, I, I was just so upset that...
1: Did you hit up any panels on Friday?
2: Yeah, I hit up a bunch of panels. Which,
1: tell us about a couple of the panels real
2: quick. Um, okay. I had to get my guidebook app to look it over.
1: While he does that, one thing I forgot to mention, and I can't believe I forgot, Friday was the big Make-A-Wish event, and I showed up as Ash Cat... No, Brock from Pokemon. But I won't say Ash I
4: don't know.
1: But, um... On my personal page, I have, I did a complete Facebook live stream of the event. I want to see about pulling that footage and posting it on the Anime Jam Session page, on my personal page. Kind of like a summary, like a, maybe like a summary version of it. I think I can knock it down to about a minute or something like that, or a two-minute thing. But it was great. Uh, basically, they had this girl come in as a Pokemon trainer, and there were three circles. Uh, Valor, Instinct, and Mystic, which is best house, um, best team. And Pokemon were coming out, and she would throw Pokeballs to collect them. And if she hit them, they would just follow her like a big old Pokemon parade. And that was, like, one of the best things I have ever seen. And I said I would not miss that for the world. And I want to give special shout-outs to Terry Chu and the Make-A-Wish Foundation in regards to that. That was amazing.
2: So, yeah, I I just had to grab my phone from -hmm. off the side to look at it. Um, let's see. There was a MMA demonstration between a uh, two mm the two women who fought in MMA it was uh, one of them was on the uh, Ultimate Fighter and and one of the girls was the first MMA female with uh, autism.
1: Right.
2: Uh, demonstrating a bunch of different moves and whatnot, actually sparring at the end. <clears throat>
4: uh,
2: big. Uh, panel on uh, Japanese pro wrestling, which was a lot of fun. And there's one you should You would have loved, a uh, perspective on Rumiko Takahashi.
1: Yeah, I would have gone to that if I actually noticed it. I did go through the guidebook for stuff, but if I had really known, I would have gone. So I, I so shame on me for not being a proper uh, Rumiko Takahashi fan. Eh,
2: well, and, you know, there was... The... the, the uh, but uh, there's a intermittent, you know, stops in the game room to, you know, unwind for for amounts of time. But honestly, I was just so upset that I would spend like huge, like huge chunks of time just in the hotel room just hiding from people. I was just that upset.
1: All right, so let's move along to day two. Okay, um let me see something here. I always I always go to this I always go to this track here since it's kinda of like our theme. Okay, and I am selecting Ichigo, how was your day too?
3: It was a day two, yay! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um so day <laughs> I'm sorry. I chose the alternate character colorations for that song, okay? I like to wear the blue jacket with the pink shorts. Um, Mm. For those of you who didn't know, that was the Scott Pilgrim video game uh, sound. But um, yeah, so it was day two. I basically woke up. I was in the cafe by 6 a.m. It was fun. I mean... Honestly, throughout the weekend, the biggest issue we had was that people got butt hurt because I couldn't get enough butts in enough seats. Mm-hmm. So the best thing I could do was just tell them to go to the feedback and let them know that they wanted the maid cafe to be three times as big. Um, so I could be like, and you get a maid cafe, and you get a maid cafe, be like the Oprah of maid cafes. Um But yeah, in general, it was basically just getting everything prepped, making sure food was there so people could eat. Because my anxiety dream before the con was that the maid cafe didn't have anything delivered, the catering was screwed up, and everything was bad. So I consider everything that occurred after the dream, when the cafe was running and everything was fine, to be like A+. (laughs) And I didn't have any mental breakdowns, and I was okay for most of the convention, Um, I mean, in general, the experience that I had otherwise seemed to be like the feedback that I would get from people day to day were things like, you know, panels got canceled and stuff like that happened. But nothing of that had anything to do with Made Cafe. The most angry people were just upset they couldn't get in the door. Mm. So, I mean, and again, I said like earlier, I said we sold out twice. So, I mean, we must be doing something right, even though it kind of sucks because We have to work within what we're given catering wise. So I would love to serve something more than the muffins or the bagels or things that the hotel, I mean, not sorry, we've been working in a hotel for so long that the convention center would allow us to serve. But I would love to work out of some place that's like local or like Narnia, what people call Narnia during the weekend. So for those of you who've never attended Oticon, since the move to D.C., they have a food court in the Wewek, which is what we lovingly call the Washington E. Walter Convention Center, Mm -hmm. the Wewek. Um, they have Narnia, which is the line of food vendors that they have that is actually run by restaurants outside of the convention center. And I'm going to tell you right now, you get a chance to try the takoyaki, you try it, because it is legit shit, okay? Their takoyaki is some of the best that I have ever had in my life. I know I'm saying it in such a gaijin way, okay? I know, I'm a white girl, It, it happens. You good. But like, they have some of the best. It's not rubbery, it has that thin layer of like dough to octopus ratio and then it has the crunchy outside and the bonito. Fl- it's it is if you can't get to japan it's pretty damn good um but in general like i would love to serve that kind of food but unfortunately because of the way things are catered i can't so i would love to get better food and better quality stuff next year but for now that's what we've got um friday was uh, sat- saturday was pretty much like friday for me um i know so exciting i'm really really sorry guys <laughs> that was my year this year
1: <laughs> that you're fine, you're good, you're good. Ari, how was your day too?
2: Um, a little better, I guess. I went to some more panels, and I had that interview with uh, Lucian Dodge that you had uh, that we had set up.
1: And I appreciate you covering that. And I didn't, I thought I had threw the memory card in there. I didn't realize till so I popped it open. Your card was in it, and your card is sitting on the desk here. So I will. <laughs> Drop it in the mail as soon as I can,
2: or you can just hang on until the next con we meet up at. i right. I'm I'm still in the process of thinking about getting rid of my camera because it it is it, it's virtually worthless at this point. I was like, I'm I'm getting tired. I tried every kind of fix I could think of to get it to stu- get it to work properly to keep it from you know booting up like it's fresh out of the refresh off the factory every time you turn it on. So I'm just like, alright, fine, I'll just find a new one later on.
4: Alright, we'll,
1: we'll talk about, I'll help you pick out another camera, so tell me a little <clears> bit more <throat> about your day two. Um,
2: well, I gotta admit, I didn't know anything about, like, the guy I was interviewing until, like, I saw his name on i like, okay, uh, let me go to a bunch of different places to find out what he uh, does. And, I, and just went kind of smoothly after that because he was like, just turn it more conversational, I think. Well, I hope you uh, thought it was all right.
1: Well, I I haven't looked at it yet, but it shouldn't be so bad, so. Mm-hmm. It's, be good. it's good. You know. uh, there was an,
2: there was a couple more, uh, you know, martial arts panels I went to. One of them is a, the first one was Realistic Fighting Poses for Cosplay. hmm You know, done by more martial artists.
3: That's one I wanted to really go to. It looked really good.
2: Yeah, he had us out on the floor, you know, warming up, you know, like showing like all these like different like anatomy related stuff and like all good stuff like that. Uh, let's see what else. <clears throat> um, I didn't go to as many panels because you know mostly because of the interview, but there was also um another one about general not not so gentle arts, which was mostly a history about a uh, judo and a uh, jujitsu and Later on, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and there was a guys demonstrating that as well.
4: Mm.
2: And other than that, was just you know bouncing around from other attraction to other attraction. I didn't go to the, I didn't buy anything in the dealers room because, like, because I like had all the money, but I didn't want to.
3: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, shingle.
2: Didn't think I would find anything I would particularly want slash need. Y- you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, I get you. I was the same way. Then I'll tell you about my day, too. <laughs>
2: yeah. I, I know all that the extra struggle. money I ended up, I ended up using my, from my bank, which I had uh, gotten into a system of Okay, I'm only going to put in there quarters and dollar coins. Mm. I still have like 300 plus dollars. But once I got home, I'm like, okay, I can put this to paying bills or whatever. So that's what I end up doing today with it. Gotcha, gotcha. And so, yeah, that's how uh, day two was for me. All right. Still wasn't cosplaying anything.
1: Yeah, don't worry about it. I kind of see my cosplay days coming to an end slowly, whereas I'm just cosplaying for a photo shoot, and then I'm going back to my room and taking it off, which is why you only no. see me for Artemis for like an hour the entire weekend.
2: Not even for that, it's just more personal body image issues.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I totally get that. All righty, Wild Spice,
0: day two. All right. So day two, day two was masquerade all day, every day, because pretty much your day is dedicated to the masquerade. So hashtag
3: staff for life.
0: Hashtag staff for life. So, um, let's see, Saturday I got up, um, I did a shoot with my friend And then I had a little time before I had to be over to Masquerade to help with rehearsals and things like that. I was dressed up as Red Blood Cell, and I was getting ready to walk over to go look at the dealer's room. And there was a white blood cell and some platelets. And they were like, hey, Red Blood Cell, we're doing a photo shoot. You should totally hang out. So I actually hung out and was part of an impromptu cells at work photo shoot, which was Uh, a lot of fun.
3: I need to see pictures. You don't understand.
0: I need to see pictures. I... Think I posted some on Facebook. If not, I'll post them on Facebook. But um yeah, we ended up doing like an impromptu group shoot. We went to the Annieplex booth and we all took a picture in front of their poster for Cells at Work and they yeah. gave us all Cells at Work posters. Yeah. Um uh, my red blood cell cosplay was a lot it got a lot of people being like, Oh my god, red blood cell. So that was a lot of fun. I also did a photo shoot that morning with my friend um as red blood cell. So did a lot of shots of me being lost which is great. So after that, um, I went to the masquerade and we did rehearsal. I've staffed masquerade before at anime next. So like I kind of, it different person is in charge of me, but I'm used to how the flow of masquerade rehearsal goes. So I was jumping in and helping with making sure we had a skit on deck to go on stage while one was on stage practicing We had some little um, delays with main events, so we were trying to keep things on track, keep things going. So we got through rehearsal okay, then we had a little bit of a break, and then the masquerade, we went ahead and did that. Sadly, where our area is behind stage is a dead zone for the radios. So we ended up having to use good old-fashioned texting to let each other know, hey, you got to send the next skit to be on deck. So did that. We had a lot of really great entries, a lot of cool costumes and skits. Um, Did all that. We finished out Masquerade on time, so we were done. Everything was said and done on time. Everything ran on time. And then we went out to dinner afterwards, some of us from the Masquerade crew. So that was pretty much my Saturday. Saturday was all Masquerade all the time. And I love working Masquerade. It's so much fun. I always love doing Masquerade stuff.
3: Yeah, I'm a little bit jelly that you got to work Masquerade this time because that's with my buddies, Liz Cutler and Dizzy Lizzy. So I'm like super jelly. But I forgive you because <laughs> of the cells at work. <laughs> ah! <laughs> No, I'm kidding, but I do shout out to that team because I love them to death and I don't get to spend enough time with them, so.
1: <laughs> oh, that's precious.
3: That's something you'll find out about staff is like because you staff so many things and I'll just, I'm will just i just doing a little anecdote thing here, but like when you staff, you do get to see people, but you don't get to see as many people as you'd like. Like when Ronma was there, I was thinking I was going to be able to get dinner with everybody with Wild Spice, Ranma, Ari and everybody else. But unfortunately, with the way the Maid Cafe worked out, I was basically tied to uh, Maid Cafe all day. So I was all dressed up running around as Maid Ichigo, who apparently is very, very different in personality than me, which is very odd to think about. But um, yeah, I, I don't
2: I, think I saw you at all this weekend.
3: I know. And I feel so crappy about that, because I did try to make a note <laughs> of it. But I did get to give Ranma a big running hug before he chided me. And then I chided him back, obviously. So yeah, that was enjoyable. It is what we do, isn't
1: it? Yeah, you do it to the ones you love.
3: Yeah.
1: Alright, so, did everybody do their day twos? Or, 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 except for me, or what? I think
3: I sidetracked. Uh, I, bu- I believe, so I think right. Ari... You... Wait, Ari didn't go yet.
2: About day two? Yeah, I did.
1: Yeah.
3: Th- oh, yeah, you did? Okay. You did. Cool. All right. So,
1: my day two was basically the same as day one, except that I kept canceling a lot of my uh, photo shoots because I couldn't get back to people. But as I was going to um, do, go to the dealer's room, you know, to take, you know, walk around some more and, and definitely check out some of the swag. I saw a couple of Jedi Star Wars cosplayers, no Jedi Star Wars Sailor Moon cosplayers, and I followed them back and I shadowed their photo shoot and got some great pictures. And then two, now three friends of mine were in that shoot, so that was pretty cool. And then right after that, I went back inside and I had to sh- I did a shoot for my sister. They, I like to call it, uh, senshi day out. They did the traditional, like, uh, kimonos, so that was pretty cool. So I, I, did. I took pictures of that, and that, and that turned out really good. And then after that, I went back to my normal walking around. Um, I went upstairs. I changed into human Artemis. Um... I went to that shoot, and I made it just in time, and as always, the Sailor Moon photo shoot, as as always, is a big turnout, so I'm happy about that. After that, I left, dropped stuff off in the room, um, met up with Ari to get the tripod, and I went over to the um, masquerade.
2: Masquerade. You sound thrilled about this too.
1: I mean, I love my masquerades, and I, you know, and to me right now, I think Zenkai had the better masquerade, but that's just, and that's just, and that's not even me playing favorites right now. But that's just how I feel. It was that it was a lot of idol skits, and I understand idol is the big thing. Now. I get it. Maybe part of me was kind of salty. It was more Idol Master than it was Love Live. Because we all know Love Live is the far better um, idol anime. But We can fight in the parking lot about that later. But, um... Anywho. I would say... The Masquerade... With the quality of the skits and so forth... I would give it, like... Uh, three and a half out of five stars. One of the things that really got to me was the fact that you had two people on stage with microphones. I get that they were doing monologues. I get that. But, I don't know. Maybe I come from that generation where when you did your skits, you had microphones, we moved to submitting your audio tracks, and then this is where we are. You know, I, I, get, I mean, I don't want to nitpick, but that was the only issue I had, perf- like, on a professional level. The whole idol thing, that's just a personal thing. I understand everyone has their likes, but and I really enjoyed some of the idol skits. I love seeing some of the dance routines, but I just think the whole microphone thing kind of got to me. I mean, if somebody wants to go on stage, you know, and do a monologue, give them a wa- Attach a wireless mic to their cosplay as you can, you know, that's I don't think that's going to be that hard or drop a boom mic from above if you can or something like that. Or maybe a much smaller microphone that's kind of, you know, not so, you know, not so huge. I don't know. But that's that's just me. Uh, But, you know, it was still a good masquerade. And then I ran it, ran back to my room, dumped off more footage, ran into more people, and started doing a shit ton of selfies left and right. Which, something I should have been doing since, like, Thursday and Friday, but I think about that to like, sometimes Saturday afternoon. Then I went to the rave, had a good time, ran into some friends, a couple of friends, and then we hung out at the, um, food trucks that were outside. And we were shocked, and so, you know what? Instead of making that trek down to McDonald's or going to Ben's Chili Bowl, we just went right to the food trucks and ate and had a good time.
2: I didn't even know they had food trucks.
1: I was just as surprised as you are. Where were they? Right out across from the convention center. They're like right outside. Not uh, on that main I road. I must have
2: not noticed them or missed them something.
1: Not on the main road, but when you made that right. I think they showed up around 11 o'clock or something like that. Because you have to understand, here's something for, that y'all may not know about the about the Walter E. Washington Convention Center and the Marriott. There's an underground connector back and forth. And because of how hot it was, most people were going to stay indoors. So at that time of night, leaving the rave is a lot quicker to go outside and go across the way. And that's when we discovered them. So I thought that was pretty. That was pretty good. Food was pretty good. The sandwiches we got kind of remind me of the fat sandwiches from Jersey, but like on a smaller scale. But I would say my day two was actually pretty good. And I actually had fun, you know. And looking back at all the fo- the photos, that i, the, the number of photos I dumped, it was a lot more because I really was kind of annoyed between. Friday and Saturday, I didn't get as many cosplay photos, but I have to remind myself that I'm probably one of a hundred photographers at Oticon, so I shouldn't stress it. I should just take pictures of what I like and so forth, but I still like to have, like, a little, like, my own set of numbers, set of goals I want to hit, you know, and I really should close, um, Twitter out, so I apologize for that. Someone I, sending
2: you a ping.
1: Yes. For some reason, I have it muted and it still comes through. I'm just like, God damn it. I'll figure that out, you know? Um, okay. All right, Ari, take us out with day three.
2: Um, day three was, well, I had an early bus, so there really wasn't anything for me to do except just pack up and, you know, get over to the Union Station. Um, you know, the, the bus ride home was all right, but it was, but I made a bunch of stops in mm-hmm. in Baltimore, William, Wilmington and uh, Philadelphia.
1: Oh, no wonder it took you so long to get home. I, I caught, I thought you caught an, I thought you would have gotten an express bus back and forth.
2: I don't think like, I was going by, you know, price. So, which is, which is why I was only like 45 bucks both ways. But, but still,
1: I, I think it's based on the time, but I, I get it.
2: Ne- nonetheless, go. Like, I actually got removed from the first bus from Philly to Mount Laurel. Because they are like, All right, any, anyone here going to Mount Laurel? And like, I raised my hand, like, you come with me? Because apparently they just want to make that an express to New York. So yeah. I had to wait another 20 minutes to get, get a bus back home. And the driver decided to take every single back road possible to get to uh, the other bus station. I'm like... Because it's a
1: local, that's why.
2: Mm-hmm. But I'm, even like, I'm just thinking, like, ten different ways I could get, get to where I have to go without having to do all these turns and shit.
1: Yeah, but you have to understand something. When you're driving a bus, there are particular roads you have to take and certain directions <sighs> you have to go, you know?
2: I guess, but... I gotten home and a friend of mine it, was it, was looking for me. Said he wanted to hang out because he had heard about what I was going through on Facebook, like through my Facebook post and just said I needed to you know unwind. So as for Anthony that, that I got home and went out get, got something to eat and that was it. Okay. So that's how Sunday went for me.
1: Sounds like a plan. Okay. Wild Spice day three.
0: Okay, so day three. Day three was pretty much, um, we got up, packed up the room, um, dropped our stuff off. I went to Masquerade to help pack up the office. We did that and then went to the artist alley again, walked around for a little bit, and then we headed out. My friend wanted to get heading out because he was concerned with the rally being in town, mm-hmm. so he wanted to like be gone. Uh, I, um, yeah, we I had really we that. would have had the room till Monday though, technically, because it was till Monday, but we ended up just checking out on Sunday and heading back after that. So that was really my Sunday at Otakon was cleaning up and heading out.
3: Okay. So
0: nothing exciting. <laughs> hey
3: Chigo. Uh, Sunday, 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 maid Cafe Sunday. Um so <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm in a very silly mood. Cool. Um I'm and I do apologize a lot when I'm very uh uh self conscious. So mm, um but yeah, so Sunday was interesting for me because I basically <laughs> made in monster trucks. Sorry, on some mark said that in the chat. So funny. Okay, yes. So Sunday for Made Cafe is pretty much everybody kind of uh, finishes up the weekend. Unfortunately, we had a little bit of a technical snafu, and we ran out of printer ink. But I hope that the attendees that came and enjoyed our cafe uh, liked their digital copies of their photos, and I hope they post them soon. But I felt really, really bad because, unfortunately, we had a few upset attendees that are used to – there. we do get a few attendees in the cafe that do have um, – handicaps that make them comfortable with uh, reliability and repetition. And so if they've come multiple years in a row, Mm. they get upset if we change the way that we do things, even if we've changed location and things like that, as long as we still run the same way, there are attendees that are very loyal to us and they come every year, but then, you know, they're on the spectrum or they're dealing with their own uh, stresses from the convention and things like that. So when the maid cafe isn't reliable or isn't standard with the way we do things, they get upset, which I understand. I get it. Um, but there are things that have to change at last minute. And unfortunately, I didn't order more printer ink because I didn't realize our printers were going to be so problematic this year. And we ended up going through about one or two packets before um, we were getting them all working. So unfortunately, we did have to do some digital copies of photos, which is not a traditional thing we do. But it still got people their photos, which they paid for and everything like that. Um so I am apologizing to those out there listeners. If you came and you got a digital copy, I hope you still enjoy it. And I feel really bad. Um, but unfortunately you got to do what you got to do. Um, so that's just how it happens. Um, yeah. Uh, and then basically we wrapped up the cafe. I had a lot of people come during the weekend and please forgive me if I don't remember what day they came, but we had a lot of people come into the cafe as press or as, um, uh, like Yeah, press, basically press I, and industry.
1: Yeah, I totally, because of how hectic my Sunday was, I could not make it over there.
3: And that's okay, because I know in the next two or three years, you'll probably come back to see me, or you'll yeah. see one of my other staffers who takes over, Got and it. that's super cool. Um, We had a lot. We actually had the Chinese Global News, na- news uh, Network come and... and interview me and i didn't put any makeup on my face so i look beaten to hell um so that's gonna be an interesting chinese global news network video of me being ugly as sin um yeah but they did like what i said about how like uh conventions like this are cultural melting pots and everybody just comes to have fun and and make new friends and stuff so that was cool Um, And then we unfortunately had an instance where there was a creepy ass photographer that I didn't realize he was a creepy ass photographer, BT doves. So if anybody in the community knows who this guy is, please tell him to GTFO out of my convention because he was this creepy old guy that I didn't quite like, he seemed off to me and he had, he approached me outside of the cafe space and he asked For a picture of the cafe which is normal he had a press badge so I thought initially he had been vetted you know like because we expect as attendees or as gophers or as staff that if somebody has a press badge they've been vetted to not be a creepy ass mother trucker um, if we're going on the monster truck joke here and expect them to be courteous and kind and not racist and not what we don't expect to be inside of our convention spaces. So, unfortunately, he came into my cafe and he took pictures of my gophers um, because he thought he was pressed. So I, I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I can get you a picture of my gophers. And he's like, can they all be the same looking? And I thought he meant uniform. I didn't realize he meant race. Mm. And he came in and he was very uncomfortable with my gophers because he wanted the Asian-looking ones. So. Um,
1: contact. Contact. Um- I'll send you the information. Also. No, I, I
3: contacted press ops already. Okay. Like I've already addressed the people that need to be addressed because okay. Kat uh, made Ichigo takes care of shit. That's um, awesome. Maid Cafe Ichigo does not deal with shit and does not take drama and does not deal with people treating her gophers wrong because her gophers work really, really fucking hard. And if Mama Ichigo had heard about this, that guy might not have ears on his head right now. Um, and we're saying that conditionally because we don't want to get in trouble with anybody. Um, so yeah. So when I heard that from my gophers, I went and personally apologized because as a staffer, I take everything professionally and I'm doing it when I'm doing it. Oh, I even have one of my gophers who was in the incident who's saying right now, for reference, he said Asian, but only Japanese. And even though I have many um, folks who have history of family coming from asia or have asian racial characteristics in their faces or their genetics he apparently clocked one of mine who does have that genetic makeup and and that history of family and everything as not japanese so he was being super 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 racist super racist and i am i was not mm, i was not happy about it um So I was like, yeah, I think a few of our pictures are going to end up on some not-so-savory websites. So if you guys can help me police the interwebs, I know it's really hard to do that. Um, Please let me know if you see any maybe Oticon-made-looking pictures on unsavory places and try to get them taken down. Um, Unfortunately, all I can do is try and put this little news blurb out there i'm not a very important person but i do try to protect my gophers because they work really hard to make everybody's weekend um but anyway going on on to sunday uh it was basically just packing up getting inventory looked at and getting inventory sent over to our loadout folks who uh was super helpful and um And it was really funny because I'm one of those people that really inventory my work. So later on in the day, we have our, like, final staff goodbyes. And they were like, and we love that you gave us 11 pages of inventory. Hmm. (laughs) So that was kind of my Sunday. And then kind of going back to my bedroom and going, my body is done. I am dead. Done. Yay. And that was my Sunday. (laughs)
1: Wild Spice. Or did she go already?
4: I went already. Alright.
1: I must be tired, because I'm not keeping track of all of this. So... Alright. So, one thing I forgot to mention about my day two was... I ran into my friend Melba. You probably know her as the awesome Queen of Hellenia, who won at the Sailor Moon cosplay event at Anime Boston. And she, she's in the area, so... I go to the Cosplay Repair Station to hang out with her for a bit to say hi. And she tells me about a brand new SH Figure Art. Super Sailor Venus. I before she finished and she says, you have like 30 minutes left, I ran down to excuse me, I ran down to the to the dealer's room and went looking for it. Could not find it. But I found one person who was um, said that they would have it at their store and bring me one. So I went down Sunday around 10.30 and picked it up. Best $75 I ever spent so far this year. So that's sitting up here. Still in its box. I had no plans of taking it out. If I could find a a duplicate at a lower cost, like a proxy, I'd be quite happy about that. Um, Sunday was a little bit more chill. This was my last chance to catch up with people, and I ran into, uh, my friend, uh, Natsumi Louis Cosplay, and we we did a quick Farja photo shoot in the dealer's room, and one thing I have to say about this con this weekend, I really learned my camera, just being able to quickly flip ISOs and F-stops on the fly to get the proper lighting, and I'm like, okay, I think I can do this if my, if the wheels spin really fast, I can kind of get what it has to be done. So, I did that. Walked around, ran to a couple of haters, and I'm just like, it is what it is. I halfway expect a woman to slap my camera out of my hand, and I'm like, oh, give you a reason to get ejected from the con, press charges, and have you replace my camera. Simple as that. But, that's neither here nor there. So, I finally wrapped up the day, meeting up with a couple of friends who were doing kakigurui cosplay, got pictures of them, went back to my room. Grabbed my luggage, and left. And because of how crazy and and packed it was, I end up having I end up canceling my lift and just getting a cab down over there. So that way I had enough time to get to Union Station, grab food, and hop right on the bus. And I know this weekend that you had the whole issue with the uh, with the with the with the protest, and we're gonna get into that in just a bit. So, hop the bus. And I made it home. The only issue I had with the bus was that there were no power and no Wi-Fi. So my laptop doubled as a as a giant battery for my phone, so I could have something to listen to. Because I totally forgot to fully charge keep my battery pack charged the entire weekend. <sighs> now, a couple of things. As you know, when when Otakon moved to DC, there was a change. There was a drop in attendance. Now, personally, I couldn't tell the difference, but this year's attendance is, was around close to thirty-five thousand people, which is definitely highest Otakon has been more or less since it was in the BCC, and that was like thirty-two thousand, give or take. That's pushing it. And I will say, you know, when you're walking through the hallway, the corridors between, you know, where Artist Alley and the dealer's rooms are, it does get a little crowded. But as you go up the stairs through the main area by the game room, it spreads out. When you get to, like, the second and third floors, you'll find there are spots that that are still quiet that you can kind of go to, you know, if you need to kind of recoup your thoughts. Also, as we all know, there was this protest called unite the right now i know a lot of cosplayers decided to cancel their trips to Otakon, and fear of that and i understand that but you also got to remember where we were those protesters were not even close to us they were at least one or two miles away from us but i understand which is why i am not giving anybody shit for not going but a couple things. Number one, the protest starts around five, started around 5 p.m. At 5 p.m., it started a torrential downpour of rain. Now, it was raining when I was in Maryland, so I checked back with a couple of friends that were still in D.C. saying it was still raining. It was raining, so I'm like, well, a higher power that be basically said you're not having a protest. But that's not all. Another thing, there was about 20 protesters to 200 counter-protesters. Wow, and I like that.
3: It actually ended up being about 20, 20, 2K600, so 2,600. Because they said it was about two 200 times or 100 times however many, whatever they want to call themselves, to counter-protesters, because I had a lot of friends who were counter-protesters in the crowd. So there was about,
1: what, 3,000 counter-protesters? Yeah, there's about (laughs) 3,000 counter-protesters,
3: including some attendees from the convention who actually took off their Sunday to go over and counter-protest. I
1: think that was really awesome of them to do that.
3: Yeah, that was really baller. I wish I had had the chance to, but all I could really do is wish my friends to be safe against pepper spray, safe against tear gas and smoke bombs, and, you know, just hope everybody made it out of there in one piece. Um, and then it there was, was nice also... to
2: hear that that uh, a lot of these a lot of these assholes got turned away because of the weather, because of the rain.
3: Oh, and, and, and there's and also a lot big, of them
2: had a lot big... of trouble finding rooms, you know, to stay yep. for the weekend. Yeah, I was get I,
1: right. I, I I was getting to that
2: because the years.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, so many people. Yeah, they couldn't be. Yeah, because they couldn't find hotel room. Now, now I, now, I was telling this to some coworkers. I'm like, you gotta explain something. Let me tell y'all something. OdaCon opens the rooms generally a month or two after the prior convention, so all the spot, all the hotel reservations are gone within a week, generally within the first ten minutes. This person, this shitlord, this fuckhead, decides to put a protest two months before. Now, the fucker probably didn't know, he didn't realize, no fault on him, that There was a big bunch of nerds in town that weekend. You are not going to find a place to stay, sir. No way. No chance. No fucking how.
3: Oh, no. A bunch of cosplayers and weird costuming people are taking over where my hotel must be. Yup. Yup. The people that you hate the most have power over you, sweetheart. Goodbye.
1: (laughs) Now... There was a there was a post that's been floating around Facebook for the last few days. You'll probably see it the rest of the week from voice actor Josh Grell. He says so. Apparently, the Nazis were complaining that they had nowhere to stay in D.C. for their rally because all the hotels were full of people in costume, anime fans fighting racist fascists with magical girl glitter. And you're goddamn right about that. And, my, and this is the
3: type of glitter that don't wash out.
1: and my response, which got. About 30 so it's tripper glitter yeah yep so my response which got us about 39 likes um I said back behold the power of 30,000 plus anime fans coming together to have a good time and share their fandom love and and that's what's up and I love that
4: mhm
1: Now, overall, I I will say this. You know we love our small cons. And you know we also do larger cons as well. Otacon is a good convention. I think if you want to do a big convention, Otakon is where it's at. Because there are areas of the convention center that isn't as crowded. And you can kind of have your little spot to relax and have a good time. The dealer's room and artist alley are huge. Plenty of walkthrough space. And I noticed this year, they tightened up the, 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 the space between each location. Because it was like before, it, it was like 10 feet between each row. Now it's about 6 or 7, which was good. Oh, one thing I forgot about my Saturday. I, I, after I said hi to a friend, I walked past, a, I, I spotted a Ronma and a Kane cosplayer. And I took their picture, and I noticed the Ronma cosplayer grabbing a box. A small box. Two people on this podcast have an idea of what I'm t- what I mean in a small box. Oh boy. Yeah. So there's a couple of pictures of of of, of the Akane cosplay hitting him, and then the next picture is him on one knee holding up the engagement ring. That was one of the best things I have ever seen at a con, especially since it was my fandom. But here's the interesting part: they got engaged at Rockefeller Center this past Christmas. So I guess when they're doing Romnica, they bring that together. You know, I think that's awesome. Finally, we get the ending that we, that we want it and deserve.
3: (laughs) Also, I got a shout out really quickly to my maid cafe. Hashtag Squantourage. They'll know what it means.
1: Mm. Anybody else with last words about the
3: con?
2: No, not really.
3: Uh, I just want to say thanks to all the staffers who helped made Cafe out this weekend, and uh, thanks to everybody who came out to see us. We always love seeing our attendees out, and that's who supports us, that keeps us going every year and makes sure that we are an event every year. Um, sadly, as I said a little bit earlier, I won't be returning to the Maid Cafe as the department head uh, for the next few years at least. I need a mental break because being loyal as fuck takes a lot of energy and attention and detail orientation and I'm trying not to give myself a coronary. Mm. So, I'm going to take a break and go over to Photo Suite and pose some sweet sweet cosplayers to make them look fabulous and then I'll probably return later. It's like a JoJo episode to be continued. <laughs>
1: Um, I already said my thoughts about the con, so... Wild Spice?
0: Otakon is great. No. Um, but seriously, I love Otakon. Otakon, um, was my first big convention after Big Apple Anime Fest in 2003. So, um... Oh, Big Apple Anime Fest. (laughs) Rip. But, um... (laughs) Yeah, Otakon will always have a special place in my heart. I love Otakon. It's great. Um, I want to thank the Masquerade staff for being so awesome for me transferring into their department. I love them. They're great, and Masquerade's so much fun. But, yeah. Yay, Otakon!
1: Yay, Otakon! And because of the dates of other conventions, uh, we we will try to hit Otakon next year. We will try.
3: Well, the rumor going around is, guys, that BlurredCon and Otacon next year are scheduled for the same weekend. However, I have been hearing alternate rumors that one such convention may be changing their weekend. So we'll keep our ears to the ground for you on that. Now, back to you, Ranma.
1: Now, for some people are going to say, oh, it's a conspiracy against this convention. No, it's not. Let me explain something. You go back about 15 years con heads were working with each other to get you know to to have proper dates so people can travel and go to their cons. We're at the point where there is a saturation of conventions in the market so it's kind of hard to pick a date that nobody else is having a con, especially when you're like a couple of miles away from each other. And now when you book um, locations like a hotel or a convention center for your con, Sometimes you get the first year, and then you have to lock in for X amount of years afterwards, and that happens. And this is what happened between BlurredCon and Otacon. Now, BlurredCon is trying to be the weekend before or the weekend after. Now, that's coming from their con chair. Now, also, supposedly the same weekend as Otacon is PsychoCon. So, we don't know what's going on. So, it's I think it's going to sit back and relax and just see how things go
3: give it about six months contracts usually take about six months to finagle because of all the legal eagling and the politics and stuff but we will definitely keep our eyes out for you guys
1: mm-hmm. so um ara you have work in the morning right yep all right you can you can get on out of here we'll, we will wrap up the rest of the show you sure yeah it's only um strange news from Japan. The uh, the last set of, the last set of uh music, and that's it, dude. You, you get up before for the
3: rest of us. You you get your rest, dude. You will get some sleep, recover, and feel rejuvenated tomorrow. Yes.
2: Okay, if you, you guys insist. Yeah. All right, bye guys. Later
3: bye days. Ari.
2: Sorry, I kind of killed the podcast with my with my talking day one. <laughs>
3: no, You're no, fine. we are you. All
2: right, bye guys.
1: Have a good night. Jiamatene. So, to, um, to go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, serenity so says, Life goes for Ronma. Well, there was a time I was going to propose to my then girlfriend. I was going to set us up as Luigi and Daisy, but eh, shit happens. Move along. Anywho, basically, what we're saying is, Otakon is good. Expect to do a lot of walking, it's huge. But there are locations in the convention center where you can kind of escape from everybody and if you're in the con hotel it's not hard to go back to your room to relax this is one of those calmer large conventions this is nothing that you see from ax a con that i will not i don't think i'll ever do
3: so to give you guys a rough idea of how we were back in the bcc we were basically butt to gut with the same basic amount of people Mm -hmm. we didn't even use the whole convention space let alone every room let alone every inch of even the lower basement hallway space there's tons of room to move there's tons of rooms to take photos get together with your friends and meet up there's a huge vendors hall huge artist alley and multiple spaces where you can take a moment and take a breath like the manga library cosplay repair and all that other stuff so we even have room to grow Uh, So if you've been scared of coming back due to space and things like that, um, definitely don't be scared anymore. While it can be a little weird uh, navigating D.C. because D.C. itself is built in a giant rectangle and a rectangle inside of a square because of engineering. Yay, engineering. I mean, it can be a little bit confusing. Don't be afraid. We would love to see you next year.
4: Yep.
1: So now that we got that out the way, it's time for the favorite part of the show that y'all really enjoyed. Strange news from Japan. I would like to take the third one, if you please. You can do that. I will take the second one.
0: I guess that means I'm first yay yay All right, let me pull this up here. Doo, getting doo,
3: oxygen doo. to our brain it's our favorite red blood cell Yee. I
0: I got lost again <laughs>
3: uh, no.
0: is is this the lungs?
3: Arara,
0: you've just made it to the lungs. Yay all right I'm like so two
1: episodes behind on that.
0: All right, so new social apartment that comes with attached movie theater will open soon in Saitama. Yeah! Woohoo! Although I don't know how that's strange, but maybe. All right, so let's see. Fancy having a private 20 seat cinema at your doorstep? You can get that for an affordable monthly rate of $525. Okay. Running an apartment in Japan can be expensive, and unless you plan on living with ghosts, it's hard to find reasonably cheap accommodation with attached facilities. That's where social apartments come in, providing high-quality shared amenities like stylish kitchens and lounges where residents can socialize and have fun without breaking the bank. Film's Wako is a social apartment complex located in Wako City in Saitama, a stone's throw away from Tokyo. What sets it apart from the rest is that it also includes a luxurious 20-seat movie theater equipped with surround sound and a 4K projector. The projector also comes with screen mirroring functions, allowing people to watch YouTube videos or Netflix series in comfort. And the great thing is that when you've had enough of movies for the night, just leave and head off to your apartment room. The building that houses Film Wacos was built in July 1992 with reinforced concrete construction, and is located just a 9 minutes walk from a train station that can whisk residents to the heart of Tokyo. There's plenty of rooms to choose from, as a total of 123 studio apartments are available in the five-story complex, each ranging from 13.4 to 16.9 square meters, which is between 44 to 55.4 square feet. Its two-year rental plan varies from 58,000 to 66,000 yen, which is about 524 to 596 a month, which excludes management fees, water, and electrical expenses.
1: Can I just say something real quick?
0: And yeah.
1: I bet you after with all the utilities, it's still cheaper than what I'm paying. And this is probably a bigger than what, bigger than the apartment that I have.
0: Probably. Yeah. So, although Films Wako officially opens in October, interior viewings are already available to the public. Once opened, residents can enjoy various movie collaborations, events, workshops, and organized activities centered around the theater to enrich their living experience in Japan. It may be the perfect apartment for movie buffs, with people with little interest in films can still enjoy the various amenities on offer for a very reasonable price. The biggest drawback for some may be that nine-minute walk to the train station, and if that's a deal-breaker, then how about having a train on the first floor instead? Yay, Apartamento. Next.
1: Alrighty, then. This one is about a politician... Who wrote who created a manga a Tokyo politician and this person will be at comic cat. I have for a friend that is going I kind of should ask her to see if she can get it The project stars a 1300 year old girl from a popular video game franchise and I'm looking at it I'm just like it's gotta be Toho project. It's gotta be Toho project being such a big city, central Tokyo that it is, it's divided into 23 wards, which are called KU, and let me, there we go, sorry about that, I have to send the auto-repeat, there we go, which are called KU in Japanese, so it made perfectly sense that in 2015, the citizens of Oda Ward, or Otaku, elected an Otaku Assemblyman, well wait. But don't think for a second that 32-year-old Minoru Ogino turned in his otaku badge when he took public office. This weekend, he'll be at Comic Cat, the twice-a-year gathering, uh, gathering of doujinshi, known as independently-produced manga. Huh, five days ago. Let me look at this real quick. Yeah, it was it last weekend. Whoops. My bad. The twice-a-year gathering of dojinshi or as we call them, doujins for the fans at the Tokyo Big Sight Convention Center. Ogino isn't go- just going to browse the merchandise selection, though. he is there to sell copies of the dojin he's created. On Sunday, the third day of Comic Cat, Ogino will be at the booth Pi 31A at Big Sight's East Hall, personally hawking the State of Regional Assemblyman Volume 2, Politics of the Yakitori Chef is Concerned About. Like many doujins, it's a derivative work Using pre-existing characters as his star, Ogina shows a Fujiwara no Moku, a 1,300-year-old immortal with the body of a young girl from the video game franchise Toho Project, called it. While many throw doujins into characters in lustier, more explicit escapades than their canon storylines, Ogino's manga takes more of a chaste approach as Moko who has led much of her long life in isolation learns about the modern Japanese governmental system and electoral process. That's pretty cool. As the volume two part of the title suggests, this isn't Ogino's first time to sell doujins at Comiket. As a matter of fact, that weekend marks his fourth time attending the event as an exhibitor since his election. He'll also be selling reprints of the first volume, State of the Regional Assemblyman. For the new book, Ogino handled the script and layout duties. Though he has taken courses in manga drawing, his current work schedule didn't afford him to do the final art, though it was done by a different artist according to Ogino's specifications. That's good. Ogino's new doujin is priced at 600 yen, which is $5.40. However, if you can't make it out to a big site or simply aren't quick enough to outrun all the other manga fans and it sells out, it's also available for purchase online through Dojin Specialist Toro No Ana and Melon Books for 800 yen. If there is a scanlation, I would love to check it out. Seriously. This looks like something I would definitely would read.
3: It looks like it's going to be a fun series, and I like the fact that they're actually trying to use what their target market would actually read, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to trying to shove. An alternative marketing style into their faces when they already like they already know their market, so they're marketing to it. So good job, guys!
1: All right, Ichigo.
3: For those of us who are young at heart and have always wanted to uh, fight in weighted clothes, or you know, even find out what the effects of Dragon Ball style gravity chambers would do on your body. They actually did study the effect of a Dragon Ball-style gravity chamber on your body by training that was studied at Chubu University. An answer to the age-old question, would training in a gravity chamber really work? Ever since the gravity chamber first appeared in Dragon Ball series decades ago, kids around the world have wondered if it's really possible to become super strong by training under gravity higher than that of Earth. King Kai might tell you so. The prevailing theory online is a resounding no, or at the very least, you'd get a minimal benefit at the risk of serious damage to your body. While increasing the gravity around you would increase the weight of everything and thus push your muscles to work harder, it would also potentially cause serious damage to your circulatory system, joints, and lord knows what else. However, professional Yutaka Hirara of Chubu University's Department of Robotic Science and Technology has conducted research that shows training under high gravity can have some unexpected benefits. Even more expected than 400 G having no effect on spiky anime hair. In the experiment, subjects were placed inside a machine that used centrifugal force to increase the force of gravity downwards on their body by two G. Inside, they were fitted with a pair of goggles that caused their sight to be shifted about 70 degrees to the left. Then they were asked to point to red dots that appeared on a touch screen. Because their hands were coordinated to their now mistaken sense of sight, they initially missed the dot. However, over time, their brains corrected this and trained the muscles to compensate for the change in perspective. In essence, they are training their arms to work properly again. Under a regular 1G of gravity, it took the test subjects an average of 60 attempts to retrain their eye-hand coordination and touch the dots correctly. However, when the gravity is cranked up to 2G, the test subjects only needed about 20 attempts to train their arms to work properly again. A significant improvement. While this is all well and good, it still doesn't address the health issues of extended periods of time under 2G, not to mention the hugely expensive machines required to simulate said gravity, but luckily this experiment has also found a much cheaper and simpler way to produce similar results. That's right, the glare off a balding man's forehead. According to the same research, Simply turning up the intensity of a room's lighting also caused training to be accomplished faster. This means that it's not gravity per se, but an overall increase on stimuli that appears to cause humans to develop better muscle control faster, whether it be by gravity, lighting, or other potential forms. More research is needed to determine how and why this effect occurs, but until then... If you're developing your skill at tennis, drawing, piano, or pole dancing, it appears to best work at it in a very well lit environment for faster results, or at least until you can access your own human-sized centrifuge.
1: Well, I believe you know you work with weights, and when you take them off, you are a little bit faster. Just say I wouldn't mind training in a in a gravity chamber.
3: I, I, I like the alternative of just turning my lights up a little bit.
1: <laughs> Lazy.
3: He says it is, accomplishes the same thing. Oh,
1: Ichigo, what are we going to do with you?
3: Nothing. You're going to let me work on my costumes for Dragon Con or I'm going to cut a bitch.
1: No, no, no. I'm going to get the whip to start beating until the morale improves around here. Beating until
3: morale improves. Yes. <laughs> You're funny.
1: I'm, who, who's laughing? I'm not. Anywho, we're going to go ahead and take our last break and get the hell up and out of here because... We ran later than normal, so uh, yeah, we'll be back.
3: This was a good show, wasn't it, y'all? Yeah, it was nice. Something and, to relax after the con. Yes. After a cat. Yes. After I took a 5 p.m. nap yesterday till 2 p.m. today nap. Very nice.
1: Yay! And don't worry, Mako-chan will be back next week. And and I have to say, while I kind of dug around on strange some of the sites for news for strange news for Japan, I think she let she. She let us off easy this week. That's all I'm saying. But um anywho, if you like the show, tell a friend. Um, and so forth, tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So we want to know what you think. So let us know at podcast at anime session.com. Again, that is podcast at anime session.com. Don't forget to check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com, where we post links to our cosplay uh, photos, our YouTube videos, our cosplay tips and tutorials, cosplay interviews, anime reviews, cosplay reviews, and our weekly podcast. Zenkaicon photos are up. I will be posting a link on our site where you can check them out. I'm actually doing some slight changes, so I hope you like what I'm going to be working with. Um, That's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to find, you can find our podcast on several sites, um, iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, uh, the Vogue Network forums, and over on Player FM. And we just ask if you can, uh, give us a review, we want to know what you think, that's all we're asking, a review, like, hate, we'll play, we'll read it on the air, you know, that's how we roll. And then there's our social media sites, uh, youtube.com slash animejamsession, twitter.com slash session. Facebook.com slash Jam Session. And I just want to say to everybody who supports our social sites, thank you so much for being there for us. We could not do this show without y'all. And don't forget, we're here every week, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m., Encore Thursdays at 2 p.m. on vognetwork.com. So we're going to go around the room. Last words, Wild
0: Spice. I am ready for more sleep. I am powering into mode. standby move.
3: <laughs> Itchigo! It's over, y'all. Ready for Dragon Con. Let's all gird our loins for an 85,000-person convention. My cosplays still aren't done. Guess I'll be sewing till I die. Continue and repeat till death.
1: Well, I'll have to be ordering a ball cap for my, for my for my cosplay this weekend, which will be my only cosplay for Liberty City this weekend. Um, I have to unpack from Otakon and move stuff around. So that's it. End of list. We're getting out of here. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode with the normal crew. Maybe I'll round up everybody together for a for mini reunion podcast. So till next week, I'm Ranma.
0: I'm Ichigo. And I'm Wild Space.
1: Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Say goodnight, Wild Spice. Goodnight, Wild Spice. Goodnight, y'all. We're out this bitch.
0: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode for now the views opinions and thoughts expression on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole but we're still right damn it for transcripts of this episode start typing check us out at animejamsession.com and vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming Jamatane.